Welcome to the Maven Nation. Maven Nation, your tactical podcast to getting more, 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 or less. With your host, Michael Andrew. Good morning, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about one of the missing chapters of the book. I call it the Law of Imperfect Partnerships. Let's pretend you are an entrepreneur getting ready to start a business. And this can be, obviously, super scary. If you've never done it before, in in some cases, you kind of feel like you want somebody to hold your hand and kind of guide you through the process and be there with you and split the risk with you. And so the idea of having a business partner becomes very attractive. Maybe they have some money, maybe they have some resources or knowledge that will really contribute to the business. In in some cases, it appears that there's no other way but to do it with a business partner. This is even more true if this partner is a friend or a relative. Okay, so what I'm saying is do not start a business with a business partner if you can help it. I mean, I know there's some cases where there's just no other way around it. But if you can help it, especially if they're a close friend or relative, you should ask yourself, am I willing to destroy this friendship in this relationship to make money or to get an experience with this business? Because that is often going to be the case. Now, I wish I could go into specifics. I have some great stories about this that I would love to tell you, but I can't. So I have to kind of keep it general. One of two things are going to happen when you start a business. Number one, it's going to fail, or number two, it is going to succeed. Sooner or later, one of those two two things are going to happen, and this is kind of the sad thing, is if you work at something long enough, okay, even if you're successful, usually at some point, that too is going to come to an end. That's something I've kind of learned the hard way is what I call the law of success. 99% of the time, when you are very, very successful at something, Usually, sooner or later, that success will end. And I think there's some psychology where we we start having all this great fortune and, and whatnot, and we just say, hey, this is going to last forever. And that can feel like it's true if it goes for a couple of years, but sooner or later, you know, whatever it is you're doing that is unusually successful, it, it's going to come to an end. And so the reason why I say this is when business partnerships fail, there is a tendency to point fingers. Okay. So if you invest a lot of money into something and it fails, you're naturally going to be inclined to blame the other person. And that other person may feel naturally inclined to blame you and whatnot. And so a lot of times when the business fails, the the friendship and the relationship fails as well. Second, really critical thing about partnerships is that when you bring in a partner, your decision-making power is split. Okay. So if you have one partner, now you have 50% of the decision-making power that you had before. And if you bring in another, and there's there's three total partners, now you're at 33%, you bring in four, now you're at 25%. So the more people that you bring in, the harder it is and the slower it is to make decisions. So if you are a lone entrepreneur, you get to make all your decisions and you get to make them fast. And yeah, you will make mistakes, but you can also learn from them. But for me, the the ability to make quick, fast decisions is a competitive advantage versus a company that I might be competing against that might have 
six or seven decision makers. They they won't be able to come to a decision as fast as I can. That's the the law of wheel size that we talked about in the book. Uh, when there is success in a business, so let's say the business just blows up and you're making millions of dollars. What tends to happen is the partners can also resent each other because they're not making as much if the other partner wasn't there. So they, they think, oh man, 50% of this money is going to this guy. And another thing about the law of imperfect partnerships is partners don't work equally the same. No, I don't care what, what type of business this is. Nobody is working. Two partners are not working exactly identically the same. What this means is one partner is going to be working more than the other. And depending on what they're doing, both partners can feel that they are the one who is working more, which is kind of strange. It's kind of crazy to think about, but there's no way, and you saw it <clears throat> in college when you were in like group uh, teamwork kind of thing. There's always like one or two students who basically carry the load. And then you got the other couple students who aren't doing anything. So it's impossible to share 50-50 every responsibility equally perfect. And I know how it feels to want to have somebody there to start a business with you. But, and especially for money, definitely do not take on a partner just for money. So he gets 50% of the business just to give you some money that's probably in the form of a loan. And uh, if you guys ever watch uh, Shark Tank, it's like one of my, I don't watch a lot of TV, but that's one of my favorite TV shows. Shark Tank is fascinating to me because here we have these billionaires who are basically giving a very small chunk of money in their minds to these entrepreneurs to make the entrepreneurs their employees, even if they're only getting five or 10 or 15%, that is very instructive because they're already billionaires. And if they're willing to take their time to spend, you know, maybe 50 or a hundred thousand dollars on a new company, they're basically turning that person into a new stream of revenue. That's what's happening there. And they're looking for competitive advantages that these companies have. And, And when I say that, it means something that cannot be replicated. They always ask, Hey, is there a patent? You know, what do you have that, you know, is a barrier to entry for other companies? So very, very instructive is that partnerships most of the time are not going to work and you're going to be putting yourself at a a disadvantage if you start a business with a partner. Now, this isn't to say that partnerships can't work. I know of a few businesses run by friends who they've, they've figured out how to make it work. But if you sit down and talk to them, there are are still problems within that relationship and some of them kind of feel like maybe it would have been better without it. So it just really depends on the business, depends on the people, obviously, but the vast majority of the time, if you're starting a business with a partner, you're stacking the cards against your favor for the relationship to fizzle out. That is the law of imperfect partnerships. My advice is if you had a choice of starting a business between doing it by yourself and and with somebody else is to definitely do it alone. In any event, thank you guys for listening and I'll see you next time.